Therefore, whoever hears the sayings of mine does them, I will liken to a wise man who builds his house on a rock. Matthew 7:24. Welcome, beloved, to another edition of God's Word with God's chosen servant, Reverend Amos Darko. Reverend Amos Darko is anointed to inspire you with an anointed teaching and preaching of God's Word with down to add practical examples. Get ready as he ministers the Word of God for today. Okay, so today uh, we thank God for how far he has brought us. I don't want to waste much of the time. Sometimes if you have uh, a highland leading the sheep. Eh? Do you understand a highland? Okay, somebody who has been hired to take over the sheep. Sometimes if you have a highland feeding and leading the sheep. If you follow a highland for a long time, you begin to think that the highland is your shepherd. But the truth is that there is there is a true shepherd somewhere. Amen. I have for some time now been a highland to you. Amen. Just representing my spiritual father. And so I want us to go back to our father. Let's go back to the main man to whom God gave the vision. I want us to go back to the visionary. But he appointed me, so in a, in a way I'm just representing him, but Today we want to go back to the Father. We want to hear our Father's voice. Jesus says that my sheep hear my voice. They know me and they follow me. Is somebody with me? And for most of us, we don't have the privilege to listen to our presiding bishop on Rainbow Radio and also on his podcast. Podbean. Podbean. When you just go to Play Store and search Podbean, you when it opens or when it downloads, just search Bishop Charles Ajinasari. You get all his messages, even till the last Sunday. All the messages are there. Amen. And so today we want to go back to our spiritual father and hear his voice. And let's hear. Tonight we are going to pray with whatever he shares with us. If you are ready, let's, let's roll. Please, are you ready? Okay, so if you are ready, let's, let's roll. Welcome, precious one, to this program that is designed with you in mind to cause you to walk in God's supernatural working power and to be established in the Word of God. I want to take you into our program today and get ready to be blessed. Even as we were blessed, you will never be the same. Will you please lift up your Bible? And will you say, This is my Bible. It is the Word of God. It has the power to change my life and to give me an inheritance amongst the saints. I'm not a hearer only, but I'm a doer of the Word. Wave your Bible at me and shout hallelujah. Will you please take your seat in the presence of the Lord? And I want to say Happy New Year to you. Amen. 
Turn to somebody and tell the person Happy New Year. Amen. For the past few days before 31st, this was in my spirit. And I'm going to share three stories and then I'm going to take you into it. One of my spiritual sons shared a testimony. He said, when he was growing up, he had wanted to attend secondary school. And his father said to him, the day you go to secondary school, I'll die. Because no one in our family goes to a big school. <laughs> he went to secondary school. His father died. Today, his children, three of them, have graduated from the university. <laughs> Amen. Another son of mine, called Dr. Dapo, from Nigeria, told me a story a few weeks ago. He said his father had been to a number of universities to study and to acquire degrees because in their family they have struggled a lot and his father wanted to change the tide then his father fell sick and at the point of death his grandfather visited them and when the grandfather came he said I am the cause of your frequent sicknesses and various afflictions I teamed up with my senior brother and we went to Osun State for a charm which I swallowed and so there is nothing you can do about it so at that time he didn't understand spiritual things so there was nothing he could do and his father died whilst I lived in Akimoda there was this family I knew and then one day one of the uh, uh, other members from the US who had lived there for 35 years and not come home said he wanted to come and see his mother before she passed away he had a good job he was a big man there had married with children and he had decided he was coming for two months he came he ended up spending one year and at the end of in those days you have to renew your green card every six months he stayed for one year and so he lost his green card and if you had bought a ticket for two months it means that it expires after two months and he wanted to go back his children were so disappointed that he had abandoned them so they wouldn't even talk to him lost his family he stayed in Ghana became very miserable ended up becoming a pauper and died miserably in these three stories I've told you what happened what happened is what we call household enemies and so I want to start the year because this fasting and prayer time one of the things I want you to deal with is household enemies say household enemies so I want to share on dealing with household enemies in Matthew chapter 10 verse 36 Matthew chapter 10 verse 36 Jesus made a profound statement he said a man's enemies will be the members of his own household 
And then I want to take you into my, because Jesus didn't just say this. He was quoting what was already there in Micah chapter 7. Micah chapter 7, verse 6. It says, for the son dishonoreth the father, the daughter rises up against her mother, the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his own house. May God bless the reading of his holy word in our hearts. Lift up one hand, let's share a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, it's time to declare your word. Your word is already anointed. I ask that you anoint these lips of clay, grant me utterance and make me a blessing to your people. In Jesus' name, and will the saints say amen. So if Jesus is saying a man's enemies will be those of his own household, who are household enemies? Who are household enemies? Now, the dictionary, the Merriam-Webster's dictionary, explains an enemy as one that is antagonistic to another, especially one seeking to injure, overthrow, or confound an opponent. Let me give it to you again. It says, an enemy is one that is antagonistic to another, especially one who is seeking to injure, overthrow, or confound an opponent. So you can put this in what Jesus said, that a man's enemies will be members of his own household. That means a man's real, uh, uh, people that are close to him can be antagonistic to him, seek to injure him, overthrow him, or confound him as an opponent. For us as Christians, when we talk about our enemy, we are talking about the devil. We are talking about his demons. We are talking about human agents who manifest the devil's schemes. That is our enemy. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 39, Jesus told the parable of the uh, of the seed and the tares or the wheat and the tares and he said in Matthew 13 39 he said the enemy who saw them is the devil so the devil is the enemy he says the harvest is the end of the world and the reapers are the angels so the enemy is the devil however the devil and his demons don't just operate alone they use human agents who we call at times witches and wizards or occult practitioners or those possessed by devils. When we talk about household enemies, they are normally those from the same family or from the same group or those who relate with you. Amen? When we talk about household enemies, we are talking about those close to you and want what you have but they don't want it the right way. I'm going to show you a picture. And uh, my IT people, if you are ready, give me the, put my picture on the screen. In this picture, it's a picture of Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. The day before he was going to Hanoi. And the day before he was going to Hanoi, the man in the arrow is... Lieutenant General Kotoka. He went to see him off at the airport. And the following day, 
overthrew him. Household enemies. Amen. <laughs> he and the team there, they went to see him off on the following day. I could get you some other pictures of a number of people who have done coups and before they did the coup, they were laughing with the man they did the coup to and it happened the following week or two weeks after that in Ghana here amen so household enemies know you they know you for somebody to be a household enemy and I've, 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 if you've taken my context a household enemy is not just from your family even in your office even in your company if the group you belong to amen so household enemies know you. They know your secrets. They know your strengths. They know your weaknesses. And the sad part is that they are ready to sell you out. Amen. I'm going to show you eight <laughs> household enemies in the Bible. And then we'll look at how to deal with them. Hallelujah. Number one is Cain. Cain was the senior brother. But he was not able to stand the sacrifices of his junior brother. And so the Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 4 and verse 3, he says, And in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering he had no respect. And Cain was very wroth. And his countenance fell. He ended up killing his brother because he could not stand the sacrifice of his brother. He could not stand the sacrifice of his brother. And there are times even in church, there are people who will persecute you and people who behave like household enemies against you because of your sacrifice unto God, because of your dedication unto God because of the way you give to God those people are household enemies they know your strengths they know your weaknesses if you are here with me give me a believing amen let me give you a second one Joseph's brothers Joseph's brothers the Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 37 it says Joseph had a dream and in his dream, he saw his brothers bowing to him. And he told them. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 37 verse 8, it says his brothers said to him, Will you indeed reign over us or will you indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. These were brothers. And Joseph you see, Joseph didn't give himself the dream. He had a dream. And as for him, he innocently was telling his brothers. Now, that word hated, according to the dictionary, the Bible says they hated him the more. That word hated, according to the dictionary, is extreme dislike or disgust. Ill will or resentment, that is usually mutual. Prejudiced hostility or animosity. So, even though this was their brother, they had extreme dislike or disgust towards him. They had ill will and they resented him 
yet probably they were always laughing with him and it was because of his dream he had a dream and that is why you must be careful the things you say and the people you say the things to amen oh your amen needs a top up joseph innocently had a second dream this time in the dream there were these sheaves of wheat and they were 12 in number and they were all bowing to him and he went to tell his brothers and his father was there and the father understood and he said ah you mean your brothers your 10 brothers will bow to you and then my, your mother and your father will also bow to you the Bible says and the father kept it in his heart but the Bible says in verse 11 he says and his brethren envied him but his father observed the same amen <laughs> so there are things in your office you are talking you are, you are yobbing too much it's not everything you say tell somebody it's not everything you say you are sharing everything with your friends but you, you are telling your friends everything your husband does for you and there are some of those friends they are saying you, you you tell them and they, they will pour acid on what you are saying so you must be careful who you say what to in fact in Micah chapter 7 verse 5 the Bible says trust you not a friend trust ye not in a friend put you not confidence in a guide keep the doors of your mouth from her that lies in your bosom it's not everything you say you must watch what you say tell somebody you must watch what you say and especially to who you say it to amen am i teaching some bible so far good i'm not saying go and catch witches i'm not i'm not saying go and catch the, your relatives as witches but if they are this week we are going to pray amen we are going to start the week with dealing with household enemies and number three one of my favorite bible characters samson Samson and the Bible says in Judges chapter 15 it says the the children of Judah or the Israelites came and they, they came to arrest Samson 3,000 of them from verse 11 Judges 15 verse 11 it says then 3,000 men of Judah went to the top of the rock Etam and said to Samson do you not know that the Philistines rule over us and what is this that you have done he said unto them, I did to them as they have done unto me. They said, well, we are come to bind you that we may deliver you into the hand of the Philistines. And Samson said unto them, swear unto me that you will not fall upon me yourselves. It is true that even though God had told Samson that he would deliver Israel out of their enemies or the hand of the Philistines, Samson began to fight the Philistines on his own accord without you know recourse to Israel however he was still killing the Philistines he went to chase a Philistine girl got married to her and then later on there was a crisis because you know Samson left and when he came back they had given the woman he had married to his best man who was a Philistine 
and something got annoyed and something took their, 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 their gates of their city and killed some of them and the Philistines were mad and came to attack Israel and when they came the Israelites said wait don't fight us we 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 will go and bind something and bring him to you if you for a ton my US for no You know, you know the, you know the full meaning of U.S. United African Company. Eh? Uh, somebody said, American and European witches, the associate witches, African witches, they are the original ones. Hallelujah! I understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> so his relatives said, his own people said, we will bind you. And go and give you to the Philistines. And Samson said, okay, if you bind me, just promise me that you yourself, you will not hurt me. But what I want you to take out there is that the Philistines didn't go to bind Samson because they couldn't. Former President Rollins always says that uh, if, an, if an insect will bite you, it has to be in your cloth. Otherwise, that insect cannot bite you. Now, people cannot hurt you without anybody close to you. In fact, it has been proven that if armed robbers from another country come to operate uh, from another location, come to operate in a particular location, is because somebody in this location has given information to them and has shown them the way as to what to come and do. Many are here with me. It is the same thing in the realm of the spirit. They couldn't get something without the Israelites. Not only this part, but at a certain point, they wanted to get something. And the sad part is that the only way they could get something was through the woman he married, the woman he loved, Delilah. In chapter 16 of Judges, chapter 16, it says after this, verse 4, verse 4 chapter 16, verse 4 of Judges, it says after this, Samson loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. The Philistine rulers came up to her and said, trick him, find out about his strength, how his strength is so great and how we can overcome him, bind him, humiliate him, each one of us will give you 1,100 silver coins. There was no way that people could have destroyed Samson except they had a household enemy. And this time they found the woman he loved. Mm. Mm. There are times when... When I was a young man, I was just six months in the Lord, and I heard a man of God talk, and he made a statement that stayed with me. He said, there are times when the devil wants to attack the church. He can send somebody, and the person will go through the ranks and become a member of the executive council. That says the devil is so patient. And there are times that is what the devil does. Even in marriages, 
He wants to hurt a woman. He will bring a guy into her life, a guy that ultimately his ultimate intention is to hurt her or, or he's, if he's a guy bring a lady that the ultimate intention is to hurt him but in the name of Jesus this month may any household enemy assigned against you may their mind change and may God deliver you from the hands of your household enemies give him praise give him thanks give him praise give him praise you know Household enemies, what they do, at times they, they frustrate you. Ah, when Delilah wanted to get Samson's information, in verse 16 of Judges chapter 16, it makes a profound sense. It says, it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him so that his soul was vexed unto death. The modern English version says, he became weary. He just gave her the information. And there are times that is what household enemies do. They will frustrate you. They will make you tired. You are suffering. Everything you touch is, is not doing well. Today your business has this problem. The next time this problem. The next time is your children. The next time is that one. But in the name of Jesus this month. May any household enemy assigned against your family, assigned against your ministry, assigned against your destiny, may it be bound in the name of Jesus. And may you break through by the power of the Holy Ghost. Give him praise, give him thanks, give him praise. Let me give you a fourth one. Because... <laughs> This fourth one is, is, is very frightening, you know. <laughs> because this fourth one has to do with David. David was a man who killed a bear. He killed a lion. He killed a giant. He subdued kingdoms. He never ran away from any man. The first man David ever ran away from was, was, was his own son. Absalom. He didn't run on the he, he didn't run when he met a giant. David did not run when he, he, he confronted a lion. He did not run when he met a bear. He ran when his own son Absalom wanted what his father had. Household enemies. So even sons, <laughs> Psalm 3. This is where David prayed this psalm. He said, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are those that rise up against me. Many there be who say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of my head. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. Can you imagine? that the greatest enemy David had was his own son. The greatest enemy. A man's enemies are those of his own household. Just because the son wanted what the father had and was not patient enough to wait for it, made his father to run away. Somebody said, Satan's favorite entry into your life 
is usually through those who are closest to you. Unquote. Satan's favorite entry into your life is usually through those who are closest to you. Amen. Like I told you, the household enemy knows you inside out. They know your weaknesses. They know your strengths. They know your history. They know your shadow. They know, you know, <laughs> for somebody to be assassinated, they study shadow and everything. They, they know your program. They know when you are coming out. They know when you eat. They know the kind of food you eat. They know what you like. They know what you don't like. Amen. To his own son. I'm sharing these things with you because as we pray, don't take anything for granted. Because there are times when the devil wants to get you and he can't get you, he will go through members of your family. You remember that one minute Jesus said to Peter, he said, Ah, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. But my father in heaven, then the next minute he said, get thee behind me, Satan. That means that your, whoever it is today, it's good. But tomorrow, so the devil can use your spouse, the devil can use your parents, the devil can use your children, the devil can use your friends, the devil can use anybody. And so as you pray, you want to be a consistent believer and pray that God, anybody that the devil wants to use as a household enemy, deliver them and God protect me and God keep me, keep my, oh, hallelujah. This month we will pray. Tell somebody we would pray. Number five is Jesus. Jesus chose 12 apostles. He showed them his secrets. He prayed with them. He, and, and the Bible tells us that in Luke chapter 5 verse 16 in the NIV, it says that Jesus will go to a solitary place often to pray. He said he will go often to pray. So they knew where he was praying. He had taken them there. And so on the day Judas was going to betray Jesus, he took the people to where Jesus had showed him the place he used to go and pray and said, he'll be here. That's where he's praying. Let's go and get him. Amen. He ate with Judas. He ate with him. He ate with him. You shared a business proposal to a friend and the friend went out to do it. He said, this is what I want to do. Before you could blink, a friend had gone to do it. I've seen it happen so many times. <laughs> Amen. You teamed up with a friend to do a business. And the prophet came and suddenly he has taken it. I've seen it happen so many times. When there was no prophet, there was no problem. Once the prophet came, there was a problem. Household enemies. That is why it's very important. The people you relate with. Amen. There are some wives who have derailed the future of their spouse because of wrong advice. Wrong advice. The devil used them as a household enemy. Like I told you how Samson betrayed 
was betrayed by his lover. And that is why the person you marry matters. Otherwise, your trouble will never finish. And there are times the trap the devil sets for you. As a Christian, it's premarital sex. He uses premarital sex as a trap for you. Amen? And so there are people who are married to someone not because they love the person, but they are married to the person because they had sex. And some guys are crazy. They think that sex is everything. That's not all. <laughs> Amen. You really love the person. It's not the person you are supposed to marry. Hallelujah. My teaching some Bible this morning. Give the Lord praise. Give the Lord praise. So there are many people who are making a marital decision based on their sex organ. Not because, of, not because they are convinced in their mind and in their heart. Yeah, because... Number six. <laughs> Number six is wanting what belongs to your senior brother. Esau was robbed of his birthright by his own brother. He was robbed. I mean, Jacob would have become what he should have become because God had a plan for his life. He didn't need to say that, sell me your birthright. That means that every time they were in the house, Jacob was eyeing his senior brother. Hello? Why is it getting cold in here? I know there is Hamatan, but <laughs> he was eyeing what his senior brother had. He was eyeing it. And there are times, there are times second born and third borns are always struggling. They think that, eh, that my senior brother will take everything. Listen to me. God has enough space for everybody to succeed. Uh, you didn't hear me. I said, God has enough space for everybody to succeed. Do you know that it, it, Jacob took the blessing from his father? Uh, but by the time Jacob had gone to live with Laban and was coming, he was coming with 72 people. In fact, by the time they were going into Egypt, they were 75. When Esau was coming to meet him, he had 400 men minus women. Are you here with me? Those were the soldiers that were traveling. His, his, his personal army, 400. So can you imagine those who were back in his village protecting the things that he had? How many are here with me? <laughs> so it meant that even with everything, Jacob didn't need to go through the way he went through. Amen. Listen, your senior brother, stop eyeing what your stop eyeing what your father is giving your senior brother. Stop eyeing what your mother is giving your senior. David was David was the last born. In fact, the father even forgot about him, but David became the king. 
Are you here with me? God has space. God made the sky so big that you don't ever see two beds clashing together. They hardly do. Amen? You, don't, you, you hardly hear planes crashing in the air. If planes will crash, they crash on the ground. Why? Because the sky is so huge, so big. God has made the world so big that your destiny, somebody prospering, that or somebody being blessed doesn't stop you from prospering. And so stop eyeing what somebody has. There is something that you have or God is giving you that nobody has. Give him praise, give him thanks, give him praise, give him thanks. Number, number seven. Let me, because I need to. Are you receiving something? Number seven. Thinking someone is taking your sign. Thinking someone is taking your sign. Aaron and Miriam. Moses, the work that Moses had became difficult because his siblings, his elder siblings fought him. Moses had brought the children of Israel out of Egypt into the wilderness. They were going into the promised land. Moses is invited by God to go to the mountaintop and receive ten commandments. He tells them, I am going to bring something from God to you. And then he goes and immediately his senior brother Aaron decides to build a golden calf for the people. He, the people came to him, yes. So what he was telling the people was that all that my senior brother said is useless. The God he said you should believe in is useless. Eh. Can you imagine how difficult a job like that can be? Your own brother, a man's enemies are the people's household. In Numbers chapter 12, the Bible says, this time, Aaron and Miriam decided to come together and contest Moses' leadership. They said, are you the only one that God has been speaking from? We too, we are prophets. Hello? May it never happen in your life like that. I said, may it never happen in your life like that. Give the Lord praise. Give him praise. Give him thanks. Numbers 12 verses 1 and 2, he says, And Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married, for he had married an Ethiopian woman. And they said, As the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses, has he not spoken also by us? And the Lord had it. And God was mad. But what I want you to take out there, that the people making the work difficult for him, are his own siblings. Aaron and Miriam. Number eight, Ahitophel. Ahitophel. Ahitophel was David's, one of David's most trusted advisors. In fact, the Bible says when Ahitophel gave you advice, you don't need to listen to God anymore because it's like God has spoken. But when Absalom was going to rise against his father, Ahitophel joined with Absalom to fight David. Why? Because Ahitophel's 
granddaughter was Bathsheba. And Bathsheba's husband had been killed by David. So Ahithophel could not forgive David. The offense. Listen, when people offend you, learn to forgive them. Because if you don't forgive people, their offenses, if you are not careful, you become a household enemy. Amen? Even in church, if pastor offends you and you can't let go, very soon you start teaming up with people who are criticizing the pastor. If your departmental head does something, he offends you and you can't forgive. In your marriage, it is the same thing. You used to see your husband as, an, as your prince in shining armor. You used to see him as your deliverer and then he does something and you are offended. If you don't let go quickly, very soon, you'll be used as a household enemy against him. The same thing, Mr. Man, the wife. Just to see your wife as the best. And suddenly she does something. And then you begin to very soon. Once you start get you become offended. Nothing your spouse does pleases you anymore. So very soon, you also become a household enemy. When you identify your household enemies, don't disown them. Amen. Because you don't choose the family you are born into. You can only look for ways to free yourself from their works and their operations. If you are here with me, give the Lord a believing amen. So quickly, let's talk about how do you overcome household enemies? Are you receiving something? Good. Number one, by seeking the Lord. Seek the Lord. Psalm 34 verse 4. David said, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. May, may all your fears this month, may they be put to rest. I said, may all your fears be put to rest this month. Oh, may all your fears leave you in the name of Jesus. Because fear is a spirit. The Bible says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear. David said, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. God is the lifter up of your head. I said, God is the lifter up of your head. And so seek the Lord. He will lift your head. Not only do you seek the Lord, but you must, number two, look to the Lord. Look to him. Look to him. In Micah chapter 7 verse 7. Micah chapter 7 verse 7. He says, therefore I will look unto the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. I will look unto the Lord. Look unto the Lord. Look unto him. Look unto him. Amen. Eh, instead of envying your brother. Instead of envying your sister. Instead of, instead of thinking that there is, no, 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 look to God, look to God. He's the lifter up of your head. Tell somebody, look to God. He says, I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Number three, seek spiritual covering. Seek spiritual covering. In 1 Samuel chapter 22, verse 22, 
First Samuel chapter 22, verse 20. It says, And David said unto Abiathar, I knew it that day when Doeg the Edomite was there, that he would surely tell Saul, I have occasioned the death of all the persons of your father's house. Abide with me, fear not, for he who is seeking my life is seeking your life, but with me you will be protected. <laughs> Amen. Well, yes, if you want to clap, do it well. When Saul was chasing David, when Saul was chasing David, David went to live in the caves of Adullam. And when he got to the caves of Adullam, he first of all went to uh, 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 Samuel. And he went to the priest. The priest gave him some bread and gave him the sword that he used to kill Goliath, or Goliath's sword that he used to cut off Goliath's head. And when that was happening, there was this man who was called Doeg, the Edomite. He was there. When he saw it, he went and told Saul, hey, I saw David. And when he came, the priest gave him the sword. And so Abiathar's father, Saul sent and killed, he went there and killed all of them. And when he killed all of them, Abiathar was the only one who escaped. And he ran to David. And when we ran to David, David said, the one seeking my life, is seeking your life. However, because I am strong, be with me because with me you will be protected. Are you here with me? The same devil seeking your life is seeking my life. But as your pastor, oh, you didn't get it. <laughs> as your pastor of your spiritual covering, with me you are safe. Amen. I say with me you are safe. And that is why you must stop going. Today you are here, tomorrow. What you are doing is you are bringing yourself under spiritual crossfire. Tomorrow you go here, they'll sprinkle water on you. The next time you go there, they'll spit on you. The next time they lay legs on you. Another time they'll you or yell blue on you. Another one they'll give you. Oh, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? The one chasing you is chasing me. But by the grace of God, I am strong and I <laughs> And so there are, you, you know, when soldiers go to war, I, I understood crossfire. You know, I, I was in UK when they went for the first Gulf War and they were discussing it. And, 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 and suddenly there was this case where some of the allied soldiers they, they, you know, they, they, they were shooting and some, some other Americans were, so, so there was a crossfire and immediately God opened my eyes spiritual crossfire and you see, because this one is firing here this one is, so you get caught up in spiritual crossfire you don't need spiritual crossfire are you here with me? I'm not saying don't visit another church oh, because there are times you may go to a wedding you may go to a funeral you may, there's a program you want to go I don't have a problem with that but every Christian must have a pastor. Who is your pastor? Amen. It's not everybody that must lay hands on you. Are you here with me? It's not everybody that must lay hands on you. Because Paul said to Timothy, 
He said, don't lay hands. Even you, Timothy, don't lay hands suddenly on every man. Because some people, their sins are ahead of them. That means they are carrying some things. That you, Timothy, when you do, you carry something that you are not supposed to carry. And so the Bible goes on to say, Paul now tells him, take a little wine for your stomach's sake. That means that Timothy had gone to touch something he shouldn't touch. He had gone to lay hands on somebody he was not supposed to lay hands. And it has affected his physical body. So Paul was saying, take a little wine for your stomach's sake. There are some of you, it's not just a little wine. You need greater wine of the Holy Ghost. But in the name of Jesus, I plead that God will supply greater wine by the power of the Holy Ghost to set you free from every spiritual crossfire that has attacked your body, attacked your marriage, attacked your business, attacked whatever you are doing by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Give Him praise. Give Him thanks. Give Him praise. Give Him thanks. You know, there are times people say, oh, uh, eh, but, but, but they are all pastors. Hey. Do you know that in the army, in the army, they are all soldiers. But there is private, there is a lance corporal, there is a corporal, there is a sergeant, there is a staff sergeant, there is a WO2, and there is a WO1 in the non-commissioned officers. And then when you come to the commissioned officers, there are second lieutenants, there are lieutenants, there are captains, there are mid- generals we have a brigadier general we have a lieutenant general we have a major general we have a general and we have a field marshal so the fact that they are all apostles there are there are classes of apostles there are rankings you see the bible says the army of david they were people who did not break ranks. The fact that they call all of us pastors does not mean that we all, of, we all have the same ranks. We can be all bishops, but there are levels of... And so don't confuse, don't confuse the thing. Don't confuse the thing. Some of you, you've made the thing whine. You've confused the whole thing. And it's especially we charismatics. We charismatics, we don't have form. Hey! The Catholics, they understand. Hey! Dear charismatic pastor, God saved yesterday. He came into ministry today. He's wearing a red clerical shirt. It won't happen in the Anglican or the Catholic Church. Because to wear a red clerical shirt, you must be a bishop. It, it won't happen there. How many understand what I'm talking about? They understand rankings. They know that, hey. Amen. That's for another day. So you need, you need spiritual covering. Tell somebody you need spiritual covering. And because this year is our year of stability, I will preach some things. Because you must be stabilized. Because if God is going to enlarge the borders of your tent, you must know what you must do. 
because it takes wisdom and knowledge for the stability of your times. Give him praise. Give him thanks. Give him praise. Give him praise. Number four. Number four. You've got to pray, pray, and pray. I said you've got to what? Pray, pray, and pray. I said you've got to what? Pray, pray, and pray. That is why this month, don't miss the fasting and prayer. Because you've got to pray, pray, and pray. Now, when Ahithophel went to join himself to Absalom, the only thing that changed, the only, because when, Absalom, when Ahithophel gave you counsel, you are finished. The only thing that saved David from Absalom was because David prayed. In 2 Samuel chapter 15, verse 31, he says, and one told David, saying, Ahithophel is among the conspirators with Absalom. And David said, Oh Lord, I pray you turn the counsel of Ahithophel into foolishness. That is the only thing that saved David. David prayed, this month you want to pray every counsel of hell concerning your life, every counsel of hell concerning your family, every counsel of hell concerning your sickness. I, is it not striking you? That, that sickness that you you've gone to hospital and the doctor can't diagnose what is wrong with you is it not striking you there must be some counsel of hell against you and so you must raise up some prayer against it is it not strange to you that that challenge you are battling there must be some counsel of hell against you and so you raise up prayer so that the counsel of hell will be disappointed is it not striking you Some of you, the kind of thing chasing you, the kind of household enemies released against you and your family, it's not just the five minutes prayer, hey, Father, I know. No. You are not dealing with American demons who are sophisticated demons. You are not dealing with European witches who are social witches. You are dealing with U.S. Amen. United African Company. Amen. That is the why. The other time I heard a story of a guy who came from overseas and went to visit the mother and sent some goods to the mother. And the mother said, oh, eh, why don't you go and give some to your auntie? He took the things to the auntie. The auntie said, eh. So you brought all these things to your mother and me, you brought me only these two. He was returning from the village. He had a car accident. He was gone. U.S. 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 They have applied African electronics against him. Amen. Is it, is it not striking you that there are some things that you are you are dealing? Is it not striking you that in your family there are some things that when, when, when people start rising up, something will happen, and then. Everything will go. Is it not striking? Is it not striking you that your children, your grandchildren, something this month, whatever thing it is, it's a council of hell. And we will disappoint the council of hell. We would pray and pray and pray. Tell somebody, pray, pray, and pray. And so this month is a month of prayer. Tell somebody, this month is a month of prayer. Tell the person sitting by you, I hope I will see you. Hey, 
stop all this uh, and, and the americans they don't they don't they, they don't pray like the Ghanaians pray but they are prosperous hey, you know what their grandfathers did you your grandfather he used to do hey, then some, somebody will shake ah, in front of him that's what your grandfather was doing and you you are saying you are comparing yourself to hey. the britain don't the wesley them they, they cleared the road they cleared the place for them you 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 three generations ago three generations ago they used to wear white and they'll use uh, 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 clay white clay or this week this month yes we have amen we do tell the devil that hey you know those days Senior Didonko had a song. Isn't that Didonko or somebody? <laughs> he said there were these mice that their mother told them, never play with a cat. And so <laughs> this mouse went to play with a cat. And then when the cat, you know, a kitten, when the kitten returned home, told the mother, ah, today I, I, I saw a mouse. And I played, we played. The mother said, ah, you are useless. That is our lunch. So next time you go, lure the kitten into the thing. Then when the mouse went, the mouse also was telling the mother, mother, today I played with a cat. I said, hey, don't you know we are the lunch of the, cat, of the cats? So the following day, the, the, the kitten was Wait, yeah, the little mouse didn't come. So he came to the window and said, oh, come, 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 let's go and pray. And play. Then the, the, then the mouse said, share. If your mother has advised you, me to my father, hey, we are not ignorant of his devices. And so this month, the devil thinks that he's getting you. But I tell you, we are coming against him. We are going to destroy his works in the name of Jesus, not in our name, but in the name of the Lord. Give him praise, give him thanks, give him praise. Give him thanks, give him praise. Hallelujah. Number four. Ah, number five, man. Hey! Forsake envy and jealousy. You are Ankasa. Sick envy and jealousy. Cain was a senior brother of Abel, but he envied his junior brother for doing for doing what God expected them to do. Why? Because he thought junior brother was coming to take his seniority. Stop the envy. No matter how God is blessing your junior brother or your junior sister, stop the envy. Stop the envy. You are not married, but your junior sister is married. Don't wish that she won't have children. Let her also get the children song. Because yours is also coming. Give the Lord praise. Give the Lord praise. Give the Lord praise. J- 
Jacob, a junior brother, envied the senior brother for the inheritance. It's God who decides. Amen? Stop envy. Absalom was envious of his father's position. He thought it was delaying to come to him. Be patient for your position. Tell somebody, be patient. You know, I learned that in the army. When soldiers go through a, a military academy, commissioned officers, before they are graduated, they are told, every one of you must aim to become a general. Every one of you. However, don't shoot the general there to get it. That's a good place to put your hands together. So you go in there and they tell you everybody aim to be a general. Not everybody becomes a general. But aim to be that. However, don't shoot the one who is there to get it. That means that whatever you are looking for, don't use Buga to get it. Because look, it is God who lifts up one. Oh, and brings down another. And I came to tell somebody, this year is your year. Give him praise. Give him thanks. Give him praise. Give him thanks. Give him praise. Give him thanks. There are household enemies. And this month, we are not taking it for granted. Tell somebody we are not taking it for granted. Tell the person sitting by you, I don't know about you. But as for me, this month, every household enemy must be bound. They must not operate against me. This month should be my month of liberation. Oh, give them praise. Give them thanks. Give them praise. Bow down your head. Let us pray. If you are here today and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, you are here today, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, lift up one hand. I'm going to pray with you. You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Lift up one hand. You want your sins forgiven. Lift up one hand. I'm going to pray with you. You want God to forgive you your sins. Maybe you backslided. You want to come back to the Lord. Lift up one hand. I'm going to pray with you. You want your sins forgiven. May our God, who is the protector and deliverer, may he protect you from every assignment of hell against you and your family. And may this coming week be a week of favor, victory, breakthroughs like never before. Go out there and succeed. God richly bless you. Feel free to get in touch with us on social media and share your story on how God is impacting your life. You can also follow Bishop Charles Ajinasari on Twitter, see Ajinasari, and like our Facebook page, Bishop Charles Ajinasari. Remember, the Ajinasari is one word and not hyphenated, and look for the name that has a blue tick to show it's verified. Help us spread the word. Tell your friends, loved ones, and families about our podcast on Google Play Store, Podbean, and on iTunes. Stay blessed.